So you know I'm obsessed with candles, right? Have you ever heard of massage oil candles? Okay, so get this. I always light candles when I'm enjoying a glass of wine with friends, and recently they were over and I lit three candles for my new line called Emily and Tony. My skin felt really dry, so I went ahead and poured some of it on my hands and I gave myself a quick massage. My friends were stunned that I did this and immediately were obsessed. And here's why. See, these candles are really aromatherapy massage oils that when warmed like a candle, they melt into the most luxurious body oil that is super hydrating, leaves your skin feeling and smelling amazing, and it's perfect for massaging your partner or yourself. You can use it during foreplay, and you know me, I'm a firm believer in foreplay. They come in delicious flavors like creme de vanilla, cocoa, and fougere. Not just that, they look great in your home. So help us keep this podcast free. Check them out today at emilyandtony.com. And you're welcome. Look into his eyes. They're the eyes of a man obsessed by sex. Eyes that mock our sacred institutions. Bedroom eyes, they call them in a bygone day. Hey, Emily, you got a boyfriend? Because my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. A girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean, like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God, I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. You know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex, relationships, and everything in between. For more information, go to sexwithemily.com where you can listen to all of our podcasts. Sign up for our mailing list, which you really want to do because I send you really fun emails. Not like spammy weird ones, but they're actually good emails where you'll learn something new about sex. And I might give you some discounts and some fun things you'd like. And you also get the report, the five biggest mistakes men are making in bed and the five biggest mistakes women are making in bed. Also, um, follow me on Facebook and Twitter, Instagram. And as always, you can email me at feedback at sexemily.com and I will answer your email questions on the air. And I love hearing from everyone. And hi, Anderson. How are you doing tonight? Hi, Sex. How are you? I'm good. It's great to see you. Hey, who's this sexy dude sitting next to you? How hot is Connor Habib? We just had a calf off. I thought I had the biggest calves in the world. Turns no, out I don't. No, he's so hot. You know what I love? Okay, so so Connor Habib is my guest. Hello. Hi, Connor. You might recognize him. He was on a show about a year ago, I realized. Oh, thank you. And he's a writer, lecturer, and adult film star. And so he was on my show before you moved to L.A., and... And you came in, and we had it in my apartment there because I wasn't really like I didn't get set up in a studio yet from my San Francisco transition. And you're just you're just so hot and cool, and I loved our interview. Aww. And now you moved here. I'm so excited. We and both I moved here. from San Francisco. I know, and we need to talk about we that will. because I think it's like a it's a good thing for our lives. What we do, you write, you lecture, adult film. I agree. All that stuff, right? It's entertainment. And people have been saying for years, you got to move. You got. I'm like, no, I can do it all in San Francisco. But like things just. No, and I think Los Angeles needs people who are talking about sex more than San Francisco does. San Francisco is kind of all set with its legs They're up like and good. ready to They're go. Like we got yeah. it good to go. We're exactly. Like, we're like swinging, having sex parties like at lunch, at our lunch <laughs> right. breaks. Like we're fine. But here it really works. So I like that. Um, I also want to say that, okay, so you're an adult film star. You're gay. Correct. Well, I are I bisexual. Say, no, are no, you bisexual I, because then we can have sex. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's possible after the show we can talk about it. I actually I say I'm attracted to men because yeah, gay feels sort of like weirdly oh, sorry, uncomfortable a bad for word? me. Okay, no, no, no. It? It's no, no, it's not a bad word at all. No, I used to say I was gay, but like as oh, I get older, I'm here? more into all sorts of things. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, what does that mean? All sorts of things. <laughs> well, basically, when I say that, it means that I am attracted to women. I've never acted on it. I'm. A, You've never attached to the woman. I'm. A 
a virgin if in one way, <laughs> like <laughs> right. po- possibly only one way, which is the r- regular okay. way. Well, yeah, we yeah, can yeah. talk after the show. Right, right I'm not a virgin, um, so um, no, we could talk. <laughs> but that's cool. But I think you're you're just awesome, and we've been trying to get together. But we did have a calf off, which is so funny, is because so we go to the same gym, which I haven't actually been to in months. Yeah, in in LA, and so my trainer there that I saw was like, "Do you know Connor Habib?" Because he had done some he knows scenes me. with yeah, you yeah. or something. And I was like, yeah, I do. I love him. He's like, he's so hot. I know. And then you moved here. And then apparently you spent a lot of time at the gym because you look amazing. Oh, oh thank you. I know. I and I want to meet you there. But yeah. what time do you go again? Early? I go early. Yeah, I wake up early. And I go. I put, that's on my list of things to do this year. Is wake up early? Wake up early. It's it change, hard for It me. changes your life. Although I've been waking up early for the past seven years. So now I'm actually doing the other thing where I'm trying to sort of like stay up late and shake it off and like just get into like more freedom because I was so restricted for so long. What do you mean restricted? Well, I just put a, I was just very disciplined, you know, wake what up. What time do you wake up when you say early? When, when I, when I was in San Francisco, early was five thirty six o'clock. Wow. Now in LA, it's not like that anymore. Now in LA. Because <laughs> you're out partying. And yeah. Well, I don't go out and party exactly, but I do do a lot more fun stuff. And then it's like eight, eight o'clock is now early. Okay. It's, no, that's good. See, right, I we could do to that. the gym by 830. But I got to tell you, you own this city when you wake up at 530. I've done it a oh few times. Oh my God, times. no one knows. You miss all the traffic and right. then you, you get home before all the traffic and you're just like, I mean, the, the problem is you have to go to bed early and that right. sucks. I know, yeah. it does suck. I'm not. I'm like a total night because then I do Loveline after this show right. and I want to check out I don't know if everyone knows what Loveline is, but it's also a podcast, but it might be playing in your city. Um, it's a show that's been around for about 30 years with Dr. Drew. And um, anyway, so I do that. I get home from here at midnight, but I'm so energized by doing live radio that I'm like up till four in the morning and then I'm all messed up the next day. Right. But I'm going to try to make it to the uh, gym. Mike <laughs> Catherwood, too, and Dr. Drew are the hosts of it. I love them. Okay, They're so awesome. Connor, so first tell me about... We're going to get into a lot of things today because you're you're a prolific writer. You're going to start writing some stuff for Sex with Emily. I'm committing you right here on the air. Right on. Um, also writing for Patty Stanger, as I do on her blog. We're going to start next week. Patty knows. Correct. My column is called Free Sex with Connor Habib. I love it. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. And I write one for her, too, that's called, I don't know, Sex. I think. <laughs> sex something. Um, but that's really fun. But you're also going to start writing for us, which we're going to talk about. But tell me about how you got started First in the adult industry. Okay, so I wanted to be in porn since I was about 12 years old, maybe a little earlier than that. I had always wanted to do it, so my whole life. And I just... um, Why, though? Why? Um, Well, there are a lot of reasons. I mean, I think when I was that young... I mean, your reasons change as you get older, Right. right? When I was that young, it was like, okay... Um, why wouldn't somebody do this? First of all, it was like, this is the most awesome thing in the world. Why right. wouldn't it? I had no shame you, like, about sexual? it. Were you always like into... Yes, but I didn't I didn't have any outlet. You okay. know what I mean? I grew up in small town Pennsylvania. I had nowhere to okay. put it. What era did you grow up in? Uh, outside of Allentown. No, era. Oh, like, what era? A decade. Oh, the 80s and the 90s, yeah. All right, so I guess, because I, I, I think I'm maybe a little bit older than you, but I barely knew what porn was when I was like 12, 11. Yeah. I knew about it too early for sure. Uh, but my question to you is like, how would you even know what porn was at 12? Right. We had want to do it. When my parents got divorced, my dad got a cable tutor box. Do you guys remember those? Yes. Where it was like, oh, yeah. it would... Uh, Spice channel, right? Yeah, well, yeah. I, but we actually had just like a hardcore porn channel. This is actually a great story because okay. it's like the Hand of Fate directed 
affected my life. So my dad had this huge <laughs> giant screen TV and the cable cheater box. And me and my dad and my stepmom and my sister are all sitting in the room. He's flipping through the channels because when you flip, it's just a blip. You can right. see literally nothing on the screen. And as he passed channel 27, which was the porn channel, <laughs> uh, the battery in the remote died. <laughs> and so I was seven years old and I saw this giant penis and giant vagina. I had no idea what it was. And my sister covered the penis my or eyes. The vagina, the vagina. Uh, either Anything. of them, really. Right. I mean, the, that penis certainly did not look like my <laughs> seven year old penis. Right. So somebody. My sister covered my eyes and screamed, and my dad had to run up and turn the TV off manually. But I already seen it, right. you know. And I, I was like, okay, wait, there's something I'm not supposed to see, but apparently I am supposed to see it because it's on TV, right? And it, and you know, it's there. So I didn't get it. You know, it was this right. weird puzzle. So that was the first time I ever saw porn. And then did you wait for your parents to go? Out- I got leave the house and then you turn it on. <laughs> I didn't really care about it till I was, you know, till I went through puberty. Okay. You know what I mean? I might have been a little entranced by it, but I didn't care right. so much. You know, like I would look at it and be like, "What's that?" But it wasn't didn't really click for me until I went through puberty. Got for it. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Because I don't remember seeing. No, I do remember seeing that we had HBO and it was the fuzzy like the Showtime Emmanuel films. <laughs> right. But you couldn't the really red shoe see diaries. it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But you couldn't really see it. But. I didn't get turned on for like years till I was like 19. Like I didn't have any sexual feelings. You didn't have any sexual feelings? No, I did. I hooked up with guys. I had boyfriends, but I just didn't like masturbate or You weren't into it, yeah. No, like I wish I was. I'm so envious of people like you have these like early sexual feelings. Well, what was the, can you remember the first time you masturbated? Have you talked about that before? Oh, totally. I mean, I, I didn't even, the thing that pisses me off is that it never even occurred to me to masturbate. Uh-huh. It didn't even like, I wasn't for like lying, being like, oh, this might feel good. And I don't know why. I mean, I think my childhood growing up was pretty tumultuous. Maybe I was anxious. I mean, I'm always anxious, but <laughs> I'm a pretty high strung person. But it was, you know, I don't know what it was. But, like, how do you not just think like that? It's just weird. Like, and it wasn't like I come yeah. from a very liberal home. Um, it wasn't like they were hiding it from me. I wasn't going to Catholic school. I just, I don't know. And then I started having sex. And then my friends started talking about orgasms. I'm like, what the what? Or <laughs> I don't think I've had one of those. You know, it's like if you think you haven't, you probably haven't. Right. And then my mom was like, you should you know, masturbate. If she's like, have you ever tried getting stoned? Oh, I, love that that your mom, I love that your Oh yeah, my mom's really cool. That's she gave awesome. me this book called, it's called For Yourself by Lonnie Barbuck. It's still a great classic book. Have you ever heard of that For book? For Yourself? Yeah. No. And it's, and she gave it to me. She's like, you should read this. And then all my friends would like be sending me like links on like how to have an orgasm. Like, you know, and it became like a joke with my friends. And then I eventually like got there, but it just, I was a late bloomer. So anyway, now look at me. I can't stop blooming. (laughs) Um, But Connor, so did you, what you attracted to men or women? Like when did you feel that? So the, so the porn, the interest in porn came long before I knew I was really attracted to men. Right. I didn't really understand any of my attractions. And then, so I felt no shame about the porn. And then suddenly I started having feelings for guys. And then I got really ashamed because of where I grew up. Right. So that was weird. I mean, that was, that was a weird thing. And there was no gay porn. Of course, I was only watching straight porn until I was about 19 and someone gave me a gay porn and then it was like right it it came over well it was also like wow like people do this and they enjoy it um they love doing this and that means there's a whole world of gay men out there doing this I can't believe this thing I'm ashamed of so in that sense I like to say always that like every gay porn is an it gets better video right so it's like because gay kids in areas like that everywhere get to see positive depictions of something that's negative exactly so then when did you have your first like sexual encounter um I had my first sexual encounter before the first gay porn okay Um, 
I the the first first one was me and my friend had a drawing contest, and whoever drew the most awesome superhero got his dick sucked by the other guy. Oh, and I was the better drawer. Of so course, right? So it. yeah, right. exactly. There you go. Good top, thing. You got I was those a drawing top skills. at like age eleven or whatever. Right. Yeah, and then. <laughs> <laughs> but then the first like sort of real I had this neighbor boy that I would hook up with a lot and okay. uh, and did anyone know or was it like a secret dump? No and I was a jerk I mean <gasps> we we because he was like un, I was not a popular kid I was like a punk rock kid so I okay. was like a, a just a contentious asshole you know what I mean but he was like uh he was just even he was like a nobody you know okay. and so I wasn't nice to him in high school and then after school every day we would hook up every day wow now did people know in high school like were they like oh like because did girls must have they didn't like you no girls in I was so god I don't understand <laughs> I was like I had I long all, hair in the front okay I had like Edward Furlong from Terminator uh, okay, 2 haircut yeah, yeah. you know what I mean I know we all changed like if you looked at my high school photo <laughs> yeah. with the big hair yeah it wouldn't have been pretty oh my I god it. I want to oh see it oh my god there actually there is one on my like Instagram <laughs> account it's so not pretty my assistant posted I was so pissed. I'm like, my big hair. But um, so, okay, so then that, so that was your first experience. And then you, and then how the porn thing? Did you move to San Francisco after that? Or? Yeah, no, I mean, I'm, I, so I'm 36 now. So okay. I, I definitely, it, there was a long time. And I just sort of like off and on thought about the idea, whatever. And then, yeah, it wasn't until I moved to San Francisco. I was an English professor. Um, I mean, that's not the exact right term for what I was, but I was teaching college English in uh, at University of Massachusetts in West New England College, okay. and my last semester teaching, I like my my students are like, "What are you going to do after this?" And I was like, "I think I'm going to move to San Francisco and be a porn star." <laughs> and they were like, <laughs> "Like what, professor?" They just thought it was awesome. They right. were like, "Right on!" You know, they just thought it was the coolest. That thing. is so funny. So, so when did you move there? Uh, I moved to San Francisco in 2007. Okay, so that's. Uh, and I started very shortly after that. Yeah. Okay, doing porn in San Francisco. Which, right. Were you like with Kink.com or anything? Or were you? I've done one scene for Kink, but um, mostly there are a lot of gay porn studios in San Francisco. Yeah. A lot of most of the straight ones are here, you know, yeah. in LA or now in Las Vegas or whatever. But yeah. So. Okay, and so did you enjoy it right away? Were you like a natural? I, I loved it. Yeah, I mean, I've been thinking about it my whole life. So what happened was I filmed a commercial um, for a bathhouse. They asked <laughs> me to be in a commercial. It was totally crazy, out of nowhere. And I did the commercial, and the guys who uh, filmed the commercial came up to me afterwards. They're like, have you ever thought about doing porn? And I was like, have I ever have not I, like, thought about years. doing porn? Exactly. Yeah. So, like, what was I thinking about two seconds ago? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So then we – so then uh, – yeah, I went and it was a it was a orgy scene, and I wasn't attracted to any of the guys at all. And I still was just like electrified. Wow. Like I was like, this is exactly where I'm supposed to be. It was just obvious. So now it's almost seven years and two hundred movies wow. later. Oh my yeah. god, you did two hundred films. Yeah. What are some of your favorites? <laughs> one is called one. An early favorite is called Laid Off. Um, and that is, it was really great because it coincided with the uh, 2008 um, financial collapse. Oh, right. There was a collapse. Yeah. It was a well. parody of, right. it was like a parody of the economic situation. Oh, nice. where I was like a factory worker yeah. and I talked too much and my coworkers got sick of me. So they duct taped me to like these uh, shipping shelves and had their way with me. Oh, That's God, one of I my favorites. Was yeah. there ever anything important that you didn't want to do that you were like, no, you do the line? Um, no, there are some, there, no, because I just don't do stuff. I don't do stuff that that I haven't done in life on camera. Okay. So that's one thing, and I think that's a good bit of advice. What don't you do? <laughs> oh, you want to know? Let's yeah. get down to it. Well, now there's not that much anymore. Okay. But, um, well, I've been asked, for one, like I was saying, I've been asked to do straight porn, and I had to say no because I've never had right. sex with one. And no one wants to lose their virginity on camera. No, no, no that's one. No, never. No. Um, I... 
haven't done a lot of pain stuff. Okay. Because I don't do that in my life. Right. You're I, not into like I, S&M. No, I'm interested in exploring it, to be honest, but I've never, I've never really done it that much in life. So right. a little bit here and there, um, and it's been rough and aggressive, but that's it. And uh, I don't know. I think that might be, okay. we might be close. That's good. But <laughs> how, now you're... how often do you get duct taped at shipyards in your real life? Right? Uh, <laughs> Good question. Exactly. I have been, he was late because he was duct taped. I've been tied up. Crazy. I've been tied up. So right. that, it's that's hard close to be enough. tied yeah. up, right? Yeah, totally. I love being tied the up. Resistance. I don't get tied up enough. Well, let's do it. I know, I've got like a whole house full of bondage gear, bondage tape. Got do you like, really? Oh, yeah. I have a garage Because you need someone you trust. Toys. It's very difficult. I know. Because you need someone you really t- trust to like, and that I've if you're going to get tied up. <laughs> right, exactly. You have, I have 10 minutes you're to see if you can come over and tie me up. up. Exactly. Yeah. I'm too tied up to be tied up. Exactly. Such a bummer. Um, well, how do you feel about sex toys? Do you use any like toys at all or um, plugs or rings? Or? I've used, I've definitely used butt plugs because I wanted to be able to handle a little bit more right. in my life. So I've I've carried those around inside me what every kind once in like? a while. What kind do I like? You mean I don't know brand. Do you like glass ones? Do you like or is no, no, no. I just like the squeegee, rubbery right. kind of ones because I need some leeway. Right, exactly. Yeah. Okay, I'm just curious because there's actually I was going to talk about this um, anal sex. We do a little sex in the news on the show, but did you see this thing on Huffington Post? I think it was today that um, this this uh, reporter for the. Uh, you know, okay, I'll tell you this. A column on anal sex in the student newspaper at Washington State University continues to bounce around the web. It goes viral. Um, it's called, so her, uh, Abby Student, Abby Student, her real name, that's her real name, Abby Student, <laughs> says, takes a turn paper approach to the subject, beginning with the mentions of Robert Frost's poem about the road less traveled. It takes a pretty typical path. Anal sex is more common than you think. It's been for thousands of years, and here's what you need to know if you plan to engage in it. So it was all about anal sex, and Sue doesn't assert that anal sex is sweeping the Pullman campus, but the Huffington Post did it. So the Huffington Post was saying it was a trend and that there's all this stuff happening about anal sex. And the best quote comes from the student. She says, your butt has been your butt forever. And then there's like an interview with her. And then um, Stephen Colbert did like a fun riff on it. And so, and it's funny because on Loveline too, so it says, uh, yeah, this was the headline. The Huffington Post headline at the latest rage on college college campuses is apparently anal sex. So I think it's interesting because we always talk about this and on Loveline and Dr. Drew always like, why is it all of a sudden, I always thought it was like maybe because of porn because I don't remember anal sex. Anderson, was anal sex like an issue when, when you were like in high school? Like, an issue? Not an issue. Did it come up? Did, <laughs> you, as try, a straight did guy, you try to anally penetrate as a women? Guy, yeah. Especially if you're in a long term relationship. I mean, it's, it's not fair that it's right there. Every time you're going to have no- normal sex, the butt is right there. Right. But I yeah. feel like it and yeah, never... you're going to try it. You're going to want to. I, it didn't even occur. Like, no one even ever tried. But you weren't thinking about anything until you are like, 1920. I so. know. But still, even in my 20s when I was dating, no guy ever, like, said it, brought it up. And I feel like porn has really been guys seeing in porn. It's like squirting, too. Like, a lot of people yeah, are more yeah, interested yeah. in it. Well, I think women... I think in, in some way, like, women... I don't know your because your anatomy is different because you don't have a prostate. Like I, sensational wise, it's different for you, right? Yeah, but we kind of orga- women can have orgasms. Oh sure, yeah, yeah, yeah but I, it's different. Definitely. It's not like the but same. I also think that uh, the thing that's really sweeping, like the trend that's really going on, it is anal, but it's girls fucking their boyfriends with strap-ons. Exactly, it's pegging. pegging. Yeah. Exactly, and I always say to my male listeners, I'm like, you know, don't knock it till you try it. I mean. I feel put like you should try it. everything. Put a dick in it. That's what I said. Put a, put a, exactly. <laughs> put right. a dick a dildo, in it. dildo, whatever it is. It doesn't have to be a dick. <laughs> it could be a strap-on. Whatever it is, because it's amazing pleasure that so many straight men are like, oh, it's going to be, you know, I'm gay, or I don't want anyone to touch it, I had a bad experience, one, a girl put a finger mask, and I'm like, 
what if it's like it is the male prostate? I mean, it feels amazing, right? I mean, yeah. it's not just if you're gay, straight men too. And I feel like there's legions of straight men who are completely missing out on this incredible experience they could have because they're too like freaked out for whatever reason. Yeah, I mean, every man has a clitoris. Right, a clitoris. Ass. Oh my god, I'm totally going <laughs> with that. So I swear to God, do, do you ever like this, the straight man's like first? Like, do you have straight men that you're like constantly? I have sex with straight men constantly. Oh my God. <laughs> and it's not, I'm not, like, I'm not trying to brag. I used to brag about it, but it's just, I've noticed in my life that it's just happened so many times now that people who are do identified you do as straight. It? Do you hook up with them? Oh, totally. Fuck yes. Okay. I want to hear about that. Do you, do you ever buy them flowers by chance? No. Uh, okay. But I, but I, but if, <laughs> if I felt like they needed just a little comfort, I might buy them some flowers. Or a dildo or, or, or a, a or butt plug. Because I want to talk about flowers for a minute. So I, this week, what? My new sponsor this week is Books. That's B-O-U-Q-S. And let's just face it, sending online flowers kind of sucks. We've all been burned. $19.99 somehow becomes $74.50. And what shows up is not what you ordered. Mostly it's dead and then you get spammed nonstop from these people. So the geniuses at thebooks.com launched a whole new way to send flowers. That is T-H-E-B-O-U-Q-S dot com. Books, because they took the bouquets and simplified them. The Books.com sends flowers straight from sustainable farms located on an active volcano in South America. So wait, are they on fire when they get to your house? Yeah, they are actually on uh, volcano flowers. They're totally on fire. I've had a it's burning crazy. blossom before. A burning blossom? I, I did too. I hey, the burn- best coffee comes from the volcanic <laughs> I know. I mean, I think this is cool because they're like sustainable flowers. They charge a flat rate of just $40 with free friggin' delivery. I love free delivery, by the way. Like, I hate people charging me like 10 bucks for delivery. It pisses me off. Hey, so I can speak from experience to like the 1999 thing. I've been completely burned on. Yeah. They, Furious. They, and then, they send yes, you weeds. Wilted, wilted flowers. Oh, yeah. I got wilted and flowers. And you want to tell the wife, like, honey, you don't, you don't know. I spent 80 bucks on yeah, this. And it's I, you, always 80 it's bucks. It's the worst, though, because she's familiar with the <laughs> ad. She's all heard 1999, so she thinks I'm some cheap ass. And right. I, I want to tell her, no, it actually ended up costing like 80. No, 90. right. It always costs 80 because, like, my web guy had a surgery and I sent him flowers and it was like nickel 90 bucks. Nickel and diming. They nickel and dime you all the time. Books is not $40 with free delivery, so your loved ones gets beautiful flowers and you save cash. Cash, for a limited time, the Books is offering 20% off with promo code EMILY. So go to thebooks.com, that's T-H-E-B-O-U-Q-S.com. Click on the shop button at the top of the page. Send that special someone a book. Don't forget, order today with promo code EMILY to get 20% off flowers from a freaking volcano. God damn it. And ladies, if you uh, peg your boyfriend or your husband, you can buy him flowers afterwards to continue emasculating him. No, I think men like flowers, don't you? You can use his anus as a vase. Oh, I want some yeah. anal sex tips. <laughs> no, I, um, I'll give you anal sex tips. I actually do love getting flowers, I will say. Like, I think it's very sweet and romantic. So I do, too. I'm, I'm down with it. This guy that I've been dating, like, brought me, like, I love lilies. And he, I love this when a man just remembers. And he brought me the most beautiful lilies. And my whole house just smells so fragrant right now. And yeah. I never, I feel like it's, maybe guys, are, whoever you're dating think it's cliche. Flowers are, like, the cliche thing. But I, I actually, all week long, I've got these beautiful, it just smells amazing. It makes me really happy. Awesome. And you can put them in the ass. I didn't know that. I'll try that next time I see them. I think, honey, these are so great. And they look great in your ass. <laughs> um, okay. So that's that's what I want to say to them. It's perfect. Okay. So we were talking about anal sex, pegging. So, oh, yeah. It's a trend right now. But, yeah, it's true. So you've been like a lot of straight men's first. So are they cheating on their wives? Or what's the deal with most of um, these guys? So- what's the profile of these men? No. I mean, I think... Well, initially, the straight guys that I would mess around with were college boys because I was in college, right? Oh, right. So that just happened 
happened a lot. Like people just experimenting and sort of trying things out. But you were the top, so they were – Not always. You not, switch. not always, yeah. Okay. And so – but now when it happens, yeah, a lot of times it's someone who – I don't know. The profile is some. I, it's hard for me to give a profile because the profile for me in minds is like someone who is excited, like a dude who's excited to have someone to talk to. Right. Because dudes feel like they don't have no, people to they talk really to, don't. and they have a hard time talking to women. So a lot of times, I feel like guys like who are my friends who are straight. They'll have some sort of rapport with me. They'll feel comfortable around me. And, like, I don't know if that means their wires get crossed or, like, whatever it is. Maybe. But, like, I mean, I don't – I actually, I shouldn't say it that way because that makes it sound like it's a bad thing. Like, I think right. they're just, like, Curious I feel affection. Let's, yeah, yeah, I think that's totally true. Yeah. I think that um, a lot of men are shut down emotionally and you probably open them up in more ways than one. <laughs> right. Okay, so being in, in Los Angeles, what is – how is dating here? Um, well, I haven't exactly tried to date. So I broke up my last boyfriend last May. So it's okay. been a long time. And I haven't really wanted to be in a relationship. No, since right. I, hooking up is easy. I mean, hooking so up, easy. it's a pornocopia. I mean, it's just like every, everything you want. More than yes. San Francisco? Yes, because you don't see the same people all the time. Like in San Francisco, right. you would so just like, keep oh, on going. So you'd be I like, agree. you'd be like, where? but LA is inexhaustible. So it's just like an orgasm variety pack. Exactly. Do you do yeah. Grindr app? Yes, I do Grindr. And well, mostly I do Scruff. And then there's one called Mister. And Mister is for younger guys looking for older guys. Oh, which okay. I'm Are you like of, the older guy now? No, no, no. I'm oh. the, still the younger guy. Okay, good. So like, like I'm hooking up with like 50-year-olds. Like I think it's hot. I think oh, like good. older guys are hot. Oh, yeah. my God. They probably love hooking up with you because I'm sort of into to Tinder lately. I, I just think it's a really easy way because everyone's like grinder. If everyone doesn't know, like, how do you explain grinder? Like, it's if people don't know, it started in the gay community. It was right. a gay app that you just you all you have to put in like is your age range and what. Right. right. So you you create a little profile. It's your picture, a few facts about yourself, and it comes up on a grid of everybody else's photos and right. all that kind of stuff. Who's like into close proximity? Exactly, and it does moment. it through like GPS, basically. So like, <laughs> you you see who's close to you, right? And you say hi, and and it know. works in like how you've hooked up with people from Grinder. Uh, yeah, totally. Yeah, like like right yeah. all the time. I mean, I think I think a lot of people use it more as porn than they do for hookup. What like, do you mean? Like they jack off to the pictures? Or yeah, they... because you can unlock your pictures oh. and there's tons of like naked pictures. So people spend a lot know. of time just like surfing through it looking at photos. Oh my God, I had no idea. Yeah. Okay, good. Well, anyway, people thought it wouldn't work for the straight community and I think Tinder's a little different. Yeah. But it is still pretty cool. Like I'm just sh- I'm like, yes, no, no, no. I'm just flipping. It's the same thing. I put in the age range I'm looking for and the proximity. Like in LA, I'm like two miles because I I don't want to drive anywhere and, you know and then you just i mean i'm getting you all these swipe messages through, right? you swipe you're yeah. like yes no yes no yes yeah. no and then if i like someone and they happen to have liked me at the same time then we're a match yeah and um it's super fun so uh so so here you think it's better just because you don't you don't see people yeah i mean there's just there's a lot more options there are yeah there's just I just feel like there's so much more, and you're not confronted with like, oh, there's that guy at the gym, and right. I see him every it's true. single day. It's totally true. Okay, so which I like that too about LA because I feel like even though I've been here almost a year, I just feel like I don't run the same people. I meet there's so many more people it's in totally, this city. Totally San Francisco town is like this big. Yep, like exactly. either I've slept with some guy, like if someone calls me over a guy, I'm like I slept with them, or my best friends slept right. with them, or someone else did, and he's already. And like, that might be true in LA, but you would just never know because everybody's separated from each other. Exactly. Yeah, I know. Exactly. I kind of I kind of love that. Yeah, me too. Okay, yeah. So what else are you working on? Talk to me about this this petition. I okay. want to hear about that. <laughs> Your censorship. I think yeah. it's great cause. So talk to me about it. Thank you. So um 
So last week, um, Vine, which is an app that's owned by Twitter, um, <clears throat> Twitter decided to ban all adult content that was on Vine. Now, was there a lot of adult content on Vine? Thousands. So and they're thousands. short little. How do we explain Vine? It's a short. Vine little six, is a six, six second, second. Yeah. So if you have Insta video, it's like that. But you have six seconds to edit your own videos. So lots of people, including porn stars, but lots of just amateur people, were making six-second porn videos on Vine. Now, the great thing about Vine was that you could make six-second porn videos and you'd have that and then you have a video right after it that was like you going to the grocery store right. and like dropping a peach or something like right. that, you know? Right. So it was like as a porn star... Six second six-second porn? That's definitely for just a Just the cum shot. No, just a cum yeah, shot. Yeah, like, but you... Guys, no, uh, lots of women used it as oh, well. Okay. Oh, how do you jerk off to six-second yeah. porn, do you think? Yeah, well, you just go through <laughs> a lot, yeah. So, You're like, play, play, play. Yeah, next, total. next, next, next. Okay. But I think, I think that... Um, so the great thing about it for porn stars was that uh, it gave you a chance to show, like, and everybody, hey, look, sex is part of life. Like, here's my sex video. Here's my goofy video. Here's my blah, 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 blah. So it was just very, like, I think it was just showed people's full humanity. It was awesome. So then um, last week, Twitter decided to ban all adult content to cut out everybody who had adult content. So in other words, to suspend wow. their accounts. And they said that it was they wanted to make their users feel comfortable. Now, thousands of their users were doing this. And feeling Tens very of thousands. comfortable. Yeah, exactly. More than comfortable. Sometimes we feel more than comfortable. Right. And so I started this petition, um, which is linked. I, I just did a blog post about it. So if you go to my website, which is ConnorHabib.com. Oh, we Habib, so spell it. Connor, C-O-N-N-E-R. H-A-B-I-B, ConnorHabib.com. It'll link you to a post about the petition. You can look at it. Um, Nerve.com and Sex.com and Daily Dot all wrote about it. Great. Um, So it's getting some press. And so uh, we just really need to pick it up. I don't necessarily – I didn't start the petition because I think it's going to make Twitter change its mind. I did it because I want people to see how censorship of porn is linked to censorship. And we need to draw our line in the sand and be like – whether you do this or not, we're against it, and you need to hear our voice. Well, what about Twitter? They don't ban porn, do they? No, but I worry that that's going to come. Right, then. because I'd be in trouble. Not that I put porn oh, up, but I put a lot of you no. Know, a lot of us would a lot be. of sex yeah. content on my Twitter. That's like that's what I do. Exactly. I mean, I think that's the big fear. So that. they can go to Connor B. They can sign the petition. Exactly. Well, it'll lead them to the change. To the it's a change.org. And then petition. you also have like other uh, right all your writing. Yeah, yeah, totally. And then you're working on a book right now. Yes. Um. So my book comes out later this year from Disinformation which is sort of a countercultural media company. And my book is called Remaking Sex. And it's a tour through sex and how everything we know about sex is wrong. So I go through politics, history, science, all that kind of stuff. And I just sort of unearth all these myths. Like what? And, oh, Give gosh. me one that we know okay. is wrong. What do we think is wrong? Oh, my gosh. Okay. So one is... Okay, so mas- masturbation shame is a great one to talk right. about, right? So, so we were just talking about masturbation before. So I write a thing about where masturbation shame comes from. And it actually comes from this weird, not from the church, which is where we think it right. comes from, but this weird scientific hoax that happened a long time ago where this guy created this pamphlet saying he could cure people who had been damaged by masturbation. Oh, but he probably um, was a religious freak, though. No? Uh, he used religion, but he was okay. more of just some scientist, uh, huckster, doctor guy. Okay. So um, because that pamphlet sold so well, 
all like religious people picked it up, all these other people picked it up, and it just spread out into the world. And so you had like centuries of people being ashamed of masturbation. That's a real simplification, right. but it's people are still ashamed about it. I mean, I, I wasn't ashamed about it; I just didn't do it. But there are so many people who just, I mean, because whenever I get asked by like I get interviewed by a lot of women's magazines or men men's how they're like, what's the what do what do you think that women need to know about sex? I'm like, they need to know that they need to masturbate, and right. men too. That like that's especially how women like that's how we learn about our bodies. Like that's how we know what makes us feel good. We're always expecting our partner to know and you know men have a little they just kind of figure it out well no so, i mean but, but we figure it out but we, then you have shame a lot of men have shame around it they have shame about it and we have shame about masturbating to porn so men masturbate to i mean women like porn is like a third women consumers right, right? but men masturbate to porn and they feel badly about that so that's their version of feeling bad right. about masturbation. exactly yeah. they do and i just i always try to tell you like it's totally normal for men to masturbate to porn and i think a lot of women there's also misunderstanding like who they don't understand, like in straight couples, like why their partner is is masturbating porn, and I would say like it's separate. Like they could be having the best sex of their lives with you, but men just still sometimes just need this release. Women Absolutely. need a release too, but we might not need the visual stimulation as much. Some do, some don't. But it's like this whole porn thing is just like a lot of women are just confounded about it. Like I don't get it. Does he want me to like have fake boobs? Does he want me to be prettier? Am I not pleasing? Well, that, I mean, that's, and then so men hide it, and then they feel guilty. But they already feel right. guilty. And then anyway. the hiding it makes it seem like there's something wrong, which probably pisses the partner off even more, which makes things yeah. exactly. And I'm like, exactly. then you guys should just watch porn together. Right, and Spice also like slight. what our our imaginations are pornographic. So what's the difference between what's our I imagination know, exactly. and things happening on the screen? Like I celebrate it. Like yeah. I'm like, just do it, right? And watch totally. Connor's films too. Do you make money from <laughs> them, or do. they just pay you? I don't make. I don't make. Oh, I don't make royalties. Like my book. But I still want you to watch them. Still watch them, Connor yeah. B. See, do you list them all on your website? Um, my website is is, is being revamped. So when you go to my website now, it links to my blog. But uh. uh <laughs> there is, you can just Google it. Google Connor Beeb and see how friggin' hot yeah. he is. We're also gonna have a little video attached to this, so you can. It's just gonna be me talking to his calves. <laughs> Because um, you probably won't pull down his pants right now. Um, speaking of pulling down the pants, so this week we have a really big holiday coming up. Uh-huh. I'm pretty um, excited. I know, right? Um, it's called Steak and Blowjob Day. So Steak and Blowjob Day is sort of the anti-Valentine's Day. Have you heard about this, Anderson? Just tonight from you. Seriously, you've never heard about it? Well, my, like I was saying, my favorite comedian, Bill Burr, I thought that he invented this a year and a half no, ago. No. He just kind of came up with it. That's been going on for a while. And then he realized a few weeks later, he's like, fuck, this thing's a real thing. Oh, it's a real thing. So it's kind of like the anti Valentine's Day. are like, you know, I give you flowers, I give you roses, like, let's get a blowjob. Do they have Man, cards for it? They like don't. I don't think that Hallmark is rushing out making cards yet. No, I don't. But <laughs> Hallmark know, should never, be. Hallmark Lone, Lone should. Star Steakhouse has. Exactly. Yeah, a so it's kind program. of a day that, you know, I guess that. People should give back to their partners because of whatever. I think it's just silly and it's fun. We actually sent a newsletter out about it today. But um, what would you say then? I'm sure you've um, given blowjobs before. What are the golden rules you think for giving a good blowjob? Okay, for giving a good blowjob. So the one thing that people miss out all the time, and it drives me crazy when I'm getting a blowjob. Hope I don't do this. Is, yeah. It's called sucking a dick so that means when you put in your mouth you don't just move your head back and forth you suck on it right. like you're, you're sucking like uh, you know put your finger in your mouth and suck on it like right. you're sucking a nipple that's exactly. it you suck the dick because you have to create some sort of pressure on the penis it's right. not just putting it in your mouth right and yeah. going up don't be too loose yes totally and guys do that to me all the time so do you stop them and go uh-uh do you give direction um, I no. Or do you just kick them I out? say it sort of meanly. What do you <laughs> I'm do? Of, I'm sort of like I'm sort of like suck on it, suck it harder. You know, like I'm telling you. Right. So I but do you think every man wants out? Like if we're talking about like women, we're giving women tips too. Like, do you think every guy wants it? I think every man might want to experience. That, right. You know. So like a bad blow. Yeah. Like Anderson. Like what would you say that women? Where they, I know you're married. 
Before that, I'm sure your <laughs> wife gives the best blowjobs in the world. But before that, what was like a really bad blowjob experience? What was she doing uh, wrong? So not her. No, not, not your wife. wife. Of course, you married her because. It's, it's the same. That, teeth, like when you, like, uh, you don't like the, the teeth. teeth. The teeth, teeth are, are like bad. the big one. And then, you uh, learn that in blowjob school 101. Unless you're an amputee, usually there's a couple hands. You got a couple your hands. hands. Use the other hand. Mine. Uh, pay pay attention little, uh, for the balls. The balls. Yeah, I feel like balls. Do you feel like all? Men like their balls play with or not? Do you think it's controversial? Like to it's, varying it's, degrees. Right. Um, I mean, some guys don't have sensitive balls. Some guys right. don't have sensitive, like really like sensitive nipples, dicks. Right. right, totally. But you, but, but the balls. I mean, for me, if someone just like sucks it, like they're trying to suck something out of like a straw, it right. hurts. Right. So they have to because they're very sensitive. So, they, but some guys can just be like pulled, like you know, like right. they're trying to like pull they, them like, off. Do they so just things? pay attention to your partner. Exactly. And listen. Communication is yes. lubrication. Watch exactly. what they want. Watch. The, okay. So, so speaking of balls, I bought you a little present here, which oh is. Gosh going to go really well. Um, It's kind of a side dish for steak and blowjob day. Um, It's called Down Under Comfort. Uh And it's from my new product line, Emily and Tony, which you can get at emilyandtony.com. And it's sort of a revolutionary product because it's for for your down unders. It's for men and for women. But it started out like a lot of men, as you know, use talcum powder or they, you know, and it gets cakey. It's also carcinogenic. And a lot of men don't use anything and they think, I'm fresh, I'm dry, I showered this morning, I'm totally fine. But they're not, right? <laughs> Have you ever been with a guy and you're like, what? Why like hygiene is like, like like you just mean ball like all out ball stink yeah yeah do you have that a lot do you no, find I, not you don't right dude you don't but have you been with a guy and like you're just Some, like why yeah. do you shower sometimes sometimes you'll like the smell and and a lot of times you will not like that smell right? at all okay yeah. so I invented a deodorant for your balls Good. for your down unders and I want you to feel this so it's a okay. cre- it's it's cream to a powder formula I'm gonna put a little in your hand and just rub it okay. in. And you'll see if you, you rub it, it on my just balls? a little. Well, just right on my, now, my hands. In your hands okay, right now. Okay. But we'll put on your balls after for the video. <laughs> okay. So if you see, it turns into a powder. So you keep rubbing it around. Oh, yeah. And it's like a light, fresh, citrusy scent. And you will not sweat down there. You'll be fresh That's and dry. Crazy. So guys That's can weird. use it. Women rocket can, scientists. Isn't like, it? I'm yeah. a rocket scientist. So women can use it down there so you don't have to worry. Let's say all of a sudden you're like have a hot date that night. And you're like, oh, no, I'm. You know, I need to clean up. You're still, it's deodorant for your down-unders. How does it work? How does that stuff become, it's like the uh, chocolate. Remember it's the cho- liquid chocolate and it turns hard? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it reminds me of that. Because How's it, it has witch hazel. It's all vegan ingredients. So it's witch hazel, which is a natural antiperspirant. No, it is. And we have, um, it's tapioca powder. And it's all it's all natural ingredients that act as a natural um, deodorant. It's a cream formula, turns into a light natural powder to keep your intimate areas fresh and dry. And the ingredients are, yeah, it's tapioca powder. It's got witch hazel. Again, that's a natural antiperspirant, but it's not. I feel like the entire state of Florida should buy Right? This. Or yeah. everyone because in the summer. you just get those swampy balls. Egg swamp balls. Yeah. They're the worst. So um, Emily and Tony, go to emilyandtony.com, use coupon code EMILY, and you get 20% off, and you'd be supporting me and my life, and I could do a podcast for you every single day if you buy some, <laughs> and um, it'll change your life and your, your, your partner because hygiene is actually the number one complaint that men and women have about their partner. Really? Yeah, hygiene. Like hygiene. Hygiene. Like they're just not clean. They're not right. Like anything. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You, you totally. Imagine, right? Totally. It's like a total buzzkill. So yeah. Can you, know. you put it under your arms? Can you, you put can. your armpits? You can. I mean, it's not as strong as a deodorant, but you totally can. And like Mike Catherwood, who's the host of Loveline, he uses it at the gym. Oh, you'll like this. He uses because he chafes at the gym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you ever sure. chafe, it's great for that. Yeah. It's kind of and it can be used as a dry shampoo. It's kind of a miracle product. That's awesome. I know. So like everyone who uses, you can it, probably like, use it on your feet if your feet stink. Exactly. Yeah. I have like my pregnant friend. She's pregnant. Like use your feet. You could use it. Every 
everywhere. So Everybody has you. a part of their body that stinks. Exactly. Oh, thank you. That's your present, honey. <laughs> thank you. So, Remember when you gave it to that porn star a few months ago and on air? And she, I, Connor, I thought she was going to cry. She was so happy. She was like, I'm going to put those on every single guy that I have to do a scene with. I was like, with. will you put it on every porn set in the world? She, because she so was funny. so happy. I, know, like, she was I guess ex- that her life was hell on set. Right, because uh, what do you do, right? I mean, she actually should just put it on the inside of her nose. That's what I said. Yeah. I said, like, uh, sounds of the lambs. You yeah, put that stuff yeah exactly. <laughs> but it smells good, too, because it just, that's the thing. It's citrus. It's for, it's for men and for women. So that's um, awesome. it's a good thing. Yeah, so I think you should uh, I love it. I'm so excited. Yeah, I also massage candles, too. I'll give you that when we get together yes. at the gym. We're going to work out together. I want to be as strong, and um, I want to be. I wanna be <laughs> She's trying to you. take your V card, but. What? No, well, he said it. he brought it up. What, how do you feel about um, hand jobs? Because when I did this show for a long time with Menace, who's my co-host in San Francisco, we actually just moved. People of you've listening to shows with Menace and I have done two thousand shows. He actually just moved to L.A. We had uh, awesome. lunch yesterday, and we're going to start doing shows He's together again. Anderson yeah, also excited. be doing shows with you. He's adorable. Did you meet him? No, I've, I've never met him. Oh, but he's so cute. So um, we were talking. So years ago, three years ago on the show, we had this debate, and I was like. I want to bring the hand job back. I feel like hand jobs, maybe it's everything with men, gay community, but like we used to give like hand jobs before the blow job, and like men still like finger women. So now I'm not saying in mm-hmm. replacing the blow job, but I think a hand job, even though men are so used to giving it to themselves, if you use two hands and lots of lube, can it feel good? Do, or so, do I'm gonna, do that? so I'm going to make a joke and then we're going to go on because my, I always say that the secret to a good hand job is a blow job. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 I will I will jump past that because I was yes sure like getting a hand job is also pleasurable you have to know what you're doing and I think one of the big things is that people will have part of uh, their hand lubricated and part of it not so right. like especially right hurts. here like between your thumb and your forefinger gets to be like a trouble area That's so you have you to just keep to constantly constantly lubricated also not everybody does like lube so guys who are uncircumcised very who often doesn't, they don't guys, like lube oh. no because they have their foreskin and they can pull over the top of their penis how do you feel about so, uncircumcised penises because we actually had an email from a listener about it that I was going to oh gosh it's such a complicated issue that lots of people like get really upset about because they are anti-circumcision. I think it's a complex issue. Um, I think ultimately people who think that we shouldn't be, men shouldn't be circumcised are probably right. On the other hand, I have grown up circumcised, so I'm used to seeing penises that are circumcised and to me that's now become part of my sexual aesthetic so it's difficult for me to just speak out against it you know right, you can't I mean right I mean do you think that people um, do you feel like well, would you be with someone who was like you have probably have been oh yeah 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 it doesn't like bother. no I don't I don't have I don't no I don't I don't have anything against or for uncircumcised right, dicks. Right, exactly. Dicks. Yeah. Okay, because I'm trying to find this uh, email, which I think I by mistake to it. Anyway, the guy was worried about it, and he was like, what are women going to think? Is it bad? Is it unhealthy? That he was uncircumcised. Yeah, he was uncircumcised, and he was like, really? Just tell him to join most of the world. I right, mean, most exactly. of the world is uncircumcised. Most of the world is, yeah. it's true. But and he's encountering this culture where people expect circumcision, so. I think, I mean, I've been with men, so it doesn't bother I mean, I, I, I don't have issues. I mean, you, there are more risks. You have to be more clean, you know. Yeah. Cleaner down there and take care of yourself, but like you know, it happens. Yeah, I mean, I think also, uh, you know, the only thing I I know a few people who have to be circumcised as adults because their foreskin started to constrict their penis head, so then they lost sensitivity in adult life, which was very difficult for them. But I think in general, most guys, it's like it's 
there's not there's no significant right, difference. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So people should Except just chill sensation. out of it. Yeah. yeah. And apparently it feels much better. Yeah, it does. But how would you ever know? Well, I have. I, mean, I wish I could like try. First of all, I want a penis for a day, but then I would like an uncircumcised penis for a day. I can so. tell you, I'm in between. I have <gasps> what some people call a, fr- a French cut, which yeah, means I have a little. I have a little bit of foreskin. What left. happened? So, well, they just the way they circumcised okay. me. There's still left some skin. Oh, I don't see. know if it was intentional or not, but so I can still pull the foreskin up over the top of the head of my. My penis, but it looks uncircumcised. I mean, it looks circumcised all the time. So that, and I will say that that Ooh. part of my penis is extremely sensitive. Okay, so, in a good way. So you kind of do have the best. Of I do. Words. You kind of know what everyone's talking about. That I is do. so freaking interesting. Um, I have another question. Have you ever in been with men? Wiener. Have an interviewer wiener? <laughs> You've got. I don't even need to talk. You've got all these great <laughs> things. Um, what about men who um, like? La- do you ever have men who? Let's just say premature ejaculators or can't last long or don't last as long as you'd like. Um, Does that happen as much in the gay community? No. I haven't experienced it that often, to be honest. Okay. I'm curious. It's just an issue that well, people have. My, I actually was just – my friend actually was just a, a woman was dating someone who I had was a too. premature ejaculator. And I was trying to <laughs> like come head. up with tips for what she could do. Right. Um, and it was difficult because I think you know I'm obviously psychological. It is in a psychological. Lot of ways. A lot of it. Yeah, and so you, so how do you intersect with that person's psychology? I mean, it's exactly. hard to give broad advice for something like that. Right. Well, I was going to say also um, another one of our sponsors that I have to give a shout out to is is Promescent. You've heard me talk about them before, and they're the only FDA treatment for premature ejaculation. It's a mild spray that you put on your penis, and it actually makes you stay harder longer and it's not even if you're a premature ejaculator like it's a lot of men like men and women there's like an orgasm gap like men can orgasm like four to six minutes when right. it's like 20 minutes so if it's um it's it, they use absorption technology and they provide superior ejaculation control with great sensation for the man and, and an unnoticeable transfer to the woman when you spray it so you stay harder longer it's oh cool it's cheaper than coke right because that's what we used to use oh yeah you see <laughs> coke but then you can't ejaculate at no, all, no. right? Well, I mean, you the coke on the on the actual. Oh, you penis. put the coke on yeah. your penis. I'm going to give you a bottle of Promescent Anderson. It'll change your life. I don't need it. I just heard people. Oh, you're fine. No, you're totally fine. Your sex life is perfection. I always sit to the coke with the nose. Oh, I got it. Okay, coke is that. Did there was there lots of drugs on porn sets and stuff? No, that's such a mess. What? Yeah, there aren't. What? Really? Yeah, I know. Sorry to say. I mean, it's difficult to perform. The drug that porn stars use more than any other drug is steroids. Yeah, that's true, yeah. right? But not you don't you don't see a lot of drugs. On what that. about the other myth, the uh, the fluffer myth? Do they have that? In the, not anymore. Not anymore. Why? I mean, they, they, why you don't need it? Because people use Viagra or Cialis or right. Trimax or Caberjack. Okay, the there's Caberjack. so much out there. What's Caberjack? Injection. You inject it into your dick. Oh, what? ow! Yeah. Have you done it? No, never. You don't need to. Right? I don't, don't even. Do need, it. I don't even. I, I don't even use. I don't Viagra. even need anything. <laughs> I don't even need Viagra. Like they just put, whip out a syringe and shoot up your dick. Yeah. Ouch. <laughs> they do that? Do they do that on the set? Yep. Oh, my God. Does, and you stay hard for how long? Do you have you a stay doctor there to do it? It just artificially hardens your penis. So it you I I think it's cheating because it doesn't even intersect like Viagra at least intersects with like your desires and the things that turn you right, on. But then, Caberjack is just like sticking a mannequin's dick. Is it like, like legal? Like you buy it? Like people get. Um, no, I don't know not. that it's, it's like legal. Under- yeah, right, exactly. That's the porn. That's the porn underground. Okay, so everyone should check out Connor Habib. It's c o n c o n n e r h a b i b dot com, but also um, at Connor Habib on Twitter. That's right, and on Patty's blog starting next right. week. Right, so it's called. PattyKnows.com. Um, we both write for Patty Singer, who's the millionaire matchmaker, if you don't know who she is. Um, and it's going to be, are you going to be every Monday? Yeah. Uh, for now? Okay, yeah. cool. And also, he's going to be writing for me. 
But we need to talk That's about right. that. That's right. We're, we're going to talk about I it. I know because – and also, everyone should check out my website because I've got so much information. I was just voted Glamour, um, Glamour Magazine UK called me this morning that they voted me one of the top eight sex websites, sex and information websites. That is so awesome. I know. In the world. And they were like, we love your website. We love your website. They didn't even know my podcast. I'm like, no, I have a podcast. Like, So <laughs> actually, a lot of people don't know this, but I do provide content every day on my website, videos and blogs and all right. that stuff you should check out because I think you'd really love it And officially too. now, sex you're glamorous. Yeah. I'm glamorous. I'm yeah. glamorous and glamour. Exactly. Yeah. And um, sometimes I try to be glamorous. I have my moments. <laughs> so um, thank you so much, Connor, for being on the show. I really appreciate it. Thank you. We're going to do a little video now. Awesome. Um, you're going to put some down under on your balls. Um, do you, are you cool with that? Okay. Just kidding. No, Let's we don't, do we're it. Not, oh, yeah. Oh. You would do that. But I think on YouTube we can't do that. No, you can on YouTube. But I we'll can, stick it, down, I can stick it down my pants. I can just take. Oh, do it. We'll do yeah. a demo. Exactly. A live demo. This is perfect. Okay. Anderson? Drew can inject your dick. He's oh, here. Dr. Drew's here. Dr. I, I Drew, would wait. you inject some stuff? No, he wouldn't do that. <laughs> he said he yes. He's in here He's saying, standing yeah. there with a giant syringe. Uh, oh, God, no. I'm not going to get involved with my craziness. <laughs> okay, everyone. Um, thanks so much. Check me out on Facebook and Twitter, Instagram, Sex with Emily. And thanks so much for listening to the show. Was it good for you? Email me, feedback at sexwithemily.com. Sex toys aren't just for women. Go to sexwithemily.com slash fleshlight to discover the best sex toys for men. The Fleshlight. A lot of guys say it feels even better than sex, and it helps build stamina, meaning you'll last longer in bed. Go to sexwithemily.com slash fleshlight to see my fleshlight recommendations and get one tonight.